0: Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Star City Podcast, where you can always listen in on conversations with people just like you as we talk about such things as life, family, work, and faith. My name is Brian Smith, and I get to be your host for the next few minutes for a great topic for every fisherman out there, just like my dad. And that is the subject of fly fishing right here in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. And today I'll be talking about this popular sport that so many enjoy here in this part of the country with my friend and fellow pastor, Dr. Eric Thomas. Eric, welcome and thank you so much for being on Star City today.
1: Thank you, brother. Glad to be here.
0: You know, Eric, you've been the senior pastor of First Baptist Church of Norfolk now for how many years? Uh, 18 years. Okay. And then 18, Yeah, 18. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> it
0: does. <laughs> now, how long have you been fly fishing? Did you pick up this sport after you came to Virginia or have you been enjoying the sport of fly fishing even before you came?
1: Yeah, I've been, I've been fly fishing since I was a little boy. Uh, but I was very happy to come to Virginia where uh, there's such uh, wonderful opportunities for fly fishing.
0: Uh, you didn't have to pay pray tra- twice for God's confirmation yeah, on the right. call <laughs> with all of these trout streams up here in those beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. I, I'm curious, uh, what drew you to this particular sport to begin with?
1: Uh, I was born in East Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains, and my dad and my grandfather uh, were trout fishermen uh, in the Smokies. And so, uh, at a, when I was seven or eight, went on my first fly fishing trip to
0: the Smokies and been fishing ever since. Wow. I don't suppose you have any items that your grandpa used to use when he was a fly fisherman, do you?
1: Uh, I actually do. I have a creel that, uh, a creel that you put trout in, uh, and it's hanging on my wall
0: in my office. Oh, that Uh, is great. What a great memento and memory. What kind of fish, Eric? Do you like to uh, fly fish more m- most often? Uh, what species of native trout would you say are most common to Virginia's rivers and streams? For anyone who's trying to uh, look at getting into this sport,
1: well, I live I live on the coast uh, here in Virginia Beach, so uh, I, I fly fish in saltwater for redfish or uh, uh, puppy drum, whatever they call them here. Uh, but my favorite fishing is in the mountains and, uh, in Virginia, uh, and really for all the Appalachian, Smoky Mountain, Appalachian chain, the only real native trout to our area in North America is, uh, a char. It's, a uh, uh, brook trout that uh, that's the only really native trout that we have, but they're reproducing, you know, uh, rainbow and brown trout in Virginia streams, and they're wild trout. They're, they're not native, but they're wild trout. And uh, so uh, I love fishing for brooks and browns and rainbows, but I really love the blue lines of Virginia and fishing for brook trout.
0: And, and what a peaceful, serene setting when you're able to be up in those mountain streams and just uh, quietly to yourself and your thoughts, throwing your fly out on the stream. It's a wonderful way to relax, isn't it, from the pressures of ministry? Brother, it is is a lifeline uh, for me. Uh, I remember a few times I had the chance of fishing on the White River up in Bull Shoals uh, uh, north of where I was serving in uh, Van Buren, Arkansas. And we saw some huge brown trout. In fact, at one time the uh, the world record brown trout was caught up there, I believe, in that particular river there below the uh, below the dam. And uh, you could see them in the water. You couldn't get them to bite my fly, but I could I could see them in the water. So uh, I was only guilty of the sin of covetousness for just a little while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, Eric, I want to set you up for a great story. Only I want you to give me Scout's honor that you'll tell the truth without exaggeration exaggeration, which is really, really hard for any true fisherman to do. What's been the largest trout you've caught while fly fishing in the Blue Ridge since you were a boy, or down down um, in the Smoky Mountains as well? And, and Tell us about that story.
1: Well, Virginia uh, is all about the blue line. And so I love, in Virginia, I love going to the mountain streams that you don't really get to. They're not they're little blue lines on the map, but they might not have a common name. So you don't catch a lot of big trout there. Uh, I have, uh, there's a, uh, a stream not far from y'all. I can't tell you the name of it, but it's got reproducing wild rainbow and brown trout in it, as well as some brook trout. I caught, um, you know, about a 16-inch brown trout there um, a couple of years ago. Uh, it was, uh, I caught it on a, Parachute Adams, size fourteen parachute atoms, and it was spectacular. Um uh, the the Smokies I've I've caught a couple of twenty inch uh brown trout and uh several of those, but uh in Virginia, um I love going and, and just uh chasing uh wild uh brook trout and catching them and they'll be six to eight inches. You catch a ten inch brook trout and that's a that's a trophy trout. And uh I count those as as one as wonderful as a twenty inch brown trout in the on Little River in Smoky Mountains.
0: Yeah, it it really is a, a different I grew up in Pensacola, Florida, fishing in the bayous and bays and out in the Gulf of Mexico and and fly fishing is such a relaxing and very different sport. It's almost a little bit like hunting as you're wading up those streams, looking for those holes and trying to look for signs where uh, a brownie might be or a rainbow and uh, then hoping that you've got the right fly on the end of the line as you throw it in there. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's a lot like turkey hunting. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you're a turkey hunter, you know, you're, you're a little bit fanatical. You're a little bit crazy uh, and meticulous and all that. And, yeah, it, it's a lot like that, a lot of fun.
0: I used to duck hunt a lot in Arkansas, and, and like turkey hunting, um, you either love it or hate it and fly yeah. fishing is yeah. much the same way, is I did. Much the same way, <laughs> absolutely. Now, now those 16 uh, and 20-inch fish were probably not the largest fish you've ever caught while fly fishing, and I follow you on Facebook, and I've seen some of the beautiful places that you've had the opportunity to fish in uh, outside of Virginia. Uh, what is the largest fish of any kind, and, and where were you uh, when you caught it on, on your fly rod?
1: Uh, I was uh, the largest uh fish I've ever caught uh in freshwater. I was in Alaska and uh caught uh silver salmon uh on a fly. Uh broke I had a Thomas and Thomas fly rod broke it. Wow because I caught so many and so and, and the silvers were so big. And that was in the Bristol Bay area of uh Alaska and the uh, biggest rainbow I've caught was on the Agulipak River in Alaska. And that was about uh, 32 inches, um, and I don't know how many pounds that is, but it was huge. I've got a picture of it as a monster. Wow. Um, but, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy.
0: Well, I bet, that, I bet that was fun. You you felt like if someone had a camera watching you uh, reel him in, they would put you on a stamp, wouldn't they? <laughs> right. Brother,
1: they, they probably wouldn't because I was all panicked. You know, oh. you, went, you, you hang it. I'm, I'm like flailing all over the place. Oh, you
0: know. <laughs> oh, Lord, don't let me slip and fall now. Okay. This is <laughs> yeah exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, what is your favorite time of the year to fly fish? Uh, going back, coming back here to Virginia, Eric, uh,
1: the fall, uh, and, and it's as much about the scenery as it is the, um, as it is the trout. They, they, they do well in, uh, the fall of the year, October, November, and the water levels are pretty good, but the, the scenery is just amazing and uh it's just such a beautiful uh, uh you said it a minute a post postage stamp kind of experience to be in the mountains with the uh fall colors and in the mountain stream fish biting and um it, it's just it's amazing it's an amazing time
0: have you had an opportunity yet uh, to get out this month do a little fly fishing in the mountains
1: nope because I'm a pastor, and I don't get to do it all the time. <laughs> uh,
0: that's why I know there's got to be trout streams in heaven. Don't you believe that that's just yeah, that's just part absolutely. of it?
1: absolutely. I, I had an opportunity to go Monday, and I had to turn it down because I, uh, we have a meeting here at the church I have to be at. But, uh, no, I haven't been able—probably won't get to um, this year, mm. uh, which is— silly. But
0: it's okay. <laughs> Eric, I know that you not only learned to fly fish as a boy and have done it all of your life, but, uh, are nearly all of your life, but you've also been tying your own flies for many years. How did you learn to do that? Did your dad or grandfather teach you? And, and, and some might even ask the question, uh, with Amazon and all these order places and Orvis, why, why even take the time when you can order almost well? you can, any kind of fly lure you want, and it's already made.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, I started uh, tying flies. My uh, grandfather tied flies. He tied it without a vice. He tied it in his hands. Mm. And, and and it just kind of captured my attention. Really started in earnest tying flies about uh, 30 years ago. And, um, you know, it's not cheaper to tie your own flies uh, with all the materials you buy and everything. It, it's not any cheaper. But it is... Um, it, it's a, a way for me and my personality. I've got to do some detail things uh, in the middle of the day just to relax,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, so you know, it gives me an opportunity to just kind of lean into something that is not ministry related, um, and uh, really uh, be very intentional. Um, uh, proportions and symmetry um, are uh, wonderful, and you get to experiment. And then, when it comes to fishing, if I tie my own fly, I know it's going to float, and I know I can see it. And those are important things to me at fifty-four <laughs> years old. I've got to be able to see it. So, and not all the store-bought flies are made that way. But if I tie it, I know I can see it, and I know
0: it's going to float. Oh, that is great, and and uh, and let's let's just stay on this uh, subject for just a little bit, talking about time flies and when you're hooking up your uh, your fly to your leader uh, to your fly line. Uh, you have to properly tie on your fly as well. And there's all kinds of articles and and ways that that guys choose to approach this. How important is it to tie a good knot in your line when you're fly fishing? And and since you're a pastor, let me just go ahead and ask the second follow-up question. Now, are there any lessons in scripture that come to your mind from knowing how to tie the right fishing knot?
1: Well, the knot is, uh, the key ingredient to catching a fish. Uh, you're, you're only going to catch a fish as strong as your knot is. Um, if, if the knot slips, you've lost the fish. So the knots are extremely important, whether it's to the major fly line or to the leader or to the tippet or to the fly itself, you got to have a strong knot. And the weakest knot is, uh, it, 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 it really determines if you catch a fish or not. Mm. Um, in ministry, it's a lot of the same ways, especially when it comes to, to uh, uh, leadership and mission that we do. Our mission as a church um, is only going to be as strong as the weakest knot or weakest link that we have. If we tie our mission to tradition, it'll slip. Mm. We try it, uh, if we tie our mission to a personality um, it 's going to slip, but if we tie the knot uh, to scripture uh, to the Bible um, to god 's word and god 's plan uh, it 's going to hold and that 's one of the key ingredients I think in doing uh church you know uh, at First Baptist Roanoke or first Baptist Norfolk um, and having you and I both have pastored both those churches for a long period of time uh, having the solid foundation, the strong knot of God's word to hold us uh, onto the mission. Um, no matter what goes on around us, uh, it it keeps us strong and it helps us fulfill what what God's called the
0: church to fulfill. So true, so true. That's a that's a good word, my brother. Um, and and following up on that, uh, you've you're a pastor and you've been a preacher of the gospel for a long time. I'm sure that you've had ideas and insights come to you while fishing that may be brought to light in a different way uh, than before a more personal way. Uh, What Jesus said when he called several of his own fishermen disciples to follow him, he said he would make them fishers of men. Uh, As we wrap up our time together today, Eric, talk to us for just a moment about how You as a pastor, as a preacher, as a Christian, have connected your years of experience in fly fishing with every Christian's responsibility to be a fisher of men for the sake of the gospel.
1: One of the things about fishing, especially fly fishing, if you go on a trip, preparation is key. You've got to be prepared. Um, And uh, I have a go bag right now that I could pick up, and it's got all the stuff in it that I need uh, to, to fly fish almost anywhere. And I think I think that's uh, true in mission and ministry in the church, especially when it comes to fishing for men, as Jesus called us to. Preparation is its own reward. It it helps us uh, get ready uh, to share the gospel at any turn. To, to prepare by spending time with God and consistency um, gives us the the strength and stability that we need in order to communicate the truth of God to someone who's far from him or someone who's struggling in life. Uh, So preparation is its own reward. Another piece to that is uh, fishing is not always easy. Uh, Tough trips, however, bring their own treasure. Tough trips, tough tough journeys in fishing uh, can create wonderful, powerful memories that sustain us. Um, That's held true in my life uh, as pastor and as a follower of Jesus, uh, the tough times in ministry um, really do create um, great treasures for me because it reminds me that God is in charge, uh, that God is directing my steps. He's helping. He's, uh, uh, he's guiding. He's walking with us, you know, with great commission. The The joy of him being with us as we make disciples is is such a powerful reminder for us and then uh, finally you you don't catch any fish that you don't throw at yes um, you know if you're not if you're not casting the line in the water um it doesn't have to be pretty doesn't have to be beautiful doesn't even have to be perfect but if you don't throw the line in the water you'll never catch a fish. <laughs> how true how true and uh, same same thing's true for the gospel if we're not sharing the gospel uh it might not be perfect If we're not sharing the truth of the gospel, we're not going to catch any fish. Um, Just a few fly fishing lessons that I've learned.
0: Wow, and, uh, tied to ministry. What a great word! And thank you for giving me my sermon outline for this coming Sunday. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. We'll have to be sure not to release this podcast for another month, you know, just to be sure <laughs> that that uh, we can get the sermon in first. Well, Eric, it's been great to talk with you for a few minutes about the great sport of fly fishing. And I have to say, you've maybe wanted to go back home and uh, dust off my, all my fly fishing gear and get out to the nearest stream again if I have the chance myself and Hey, maybe one day we'll have the chance to do it together. Uh, As as I know, I could probably learn a thing or two from you, my friend. Well, God bless you, my brother, and thank you for being with us today. And that's all the time we have for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time and talk with Dr. Eric Thomas and the popular sport of fly fishing right here in Virginia. How as Christians, even though we may not be into fly fishing, We need to remember, as Eric said, that we're all called to be fishers of men. You've got to cast that fly out of the river. Well, I'm Brian Smith, and I hope you'll enjoy living your life by His grace and always for His glory.